The following broadcast is a production of the Ministries of Marcus A. Kyler. We pray this message is both inspirational and transformational. For more information about Marcus, please visit MarcusAKyler.com. For more information about the communications consulting services he can provide for your ministry or nonprofit organization, please visit yourdigitalpastor.com. CO. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Look, I get it. You need a friend, a guide, a shepherd to help you navigate the ever-changing digital ministry landscape while at the same time encouraging you to keep going. I'm that guy. I'm your man Marcus and I am your digital pastor. The U version Bible verse of the day comes from Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17 from the New Living Translation. O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. So if we look at this uh, verse of scripture and uh, we look at actually what we uh, covered yesterday, uh, what, what we're seeing here is uh, we are seeing uh, some fundamental uh, attributes of God, some fundamental things that we have to remember about God uh, that are going to radically shape and reshape uh, our level of expectation, uh, how we pray, uh, what we think about God and how we uh, consider how God is moving uh, in our lives. So uh, yesterday we learned that uh, not only does God uh, never change, but his but God's position in our lives uh, also never changes. And uh, that's very important because uh, not only do we serve a consistent God, but we also uh, serve um, an unmovable God. And so we always uh, know what we can expect uh, from God. And uh, our level of expectation uh, doesn't ever have to be uh, different uh, based on uh, what's going on. Uh, If we combine that with uh, what we see today, uh, what we learn about God uh, today from the prophet Jeremiah is that, uh, you know, because God made the heavens and the earth, uh, nothing is too hard for God. I mean, if God created everything that we enjoy today, then how can anything uh, get past God? How can anything be too hard for God? That, that, that's not possible if God created everything. And so, um, and, and, and so when we consider, you know, these, uh, you know, fundamental principles and fundamental attributes of God, uh, you know, we, we have to examine those in light of uh, what we expect when we pray and uh, how we think about how God answers prayer. Uh, if nothing is too hard for God, and something doesn't seem like it's working out, despite how we pray, then perhaps God is answering prayer uh, differently than um, how we expect. But that answer uh, is going to be great because God wants us to be great and has uh, called for us to be great. Um, I was praying for something for a long time and it didn't happen, but uh, something else did happen. And I'm thankful for that something else. We have to ask ourselves, you know, what, what, what is God making possible because uh, God is answering prayer differently? Nothing is too hard for God.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your man, Marcus, and I am your digital pastor. And I am excited to be bringing you episode number 12 of the Your Digital Pastor podcast. Um, I just want to uh, share with you for a few minutes uh, an experience that I had uh, last month uh, at uh, one of my alma maters, uh, Ashland Theological Seminary. And, uh, and and what came out of that experience, uh, I believe, could very well be, and this is um, you know based on uh, the years of, of research that I've done and and um, being a practitioner, uh, this um, there is a framework that I believe um, is in the process of being built for. Um, how to think about uh, church communications. There are a number of organizations that, um, a number of businesses that are uh, doing church communications uh, on a on a high level. And um, you know, shout out to to uh, that church conference and, and Sunday U, um, Van Baer, Justin Dean. They uh, they do an excellent job. Uh, a strong membership community over there. Uh, you know, equipping. Uh, ministers to uh, to to do the work of communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, most effectively uh, in the context of what we're dealing with um, in uh, 2018. Um, a- another organization that does this really well uh, is the uh, Center for Church Communications. Um, Chuck Scoggins is the uh, executive director of um, of that uh, organization, and uh, my man Kevin Hendricks is the uh, the editor of the uh, Church Marketing Sucks. Um, website, which is uh, which is you know pretty much a flagship resource of that um, of of um, of that group, and then they also have the uh, Courageous Storytellers uh, membership uh, community. Uh, I was actually blessed to be able to uh, to 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 write a book uh, for uh, exclusively for uh, for that membership community. Um, Kevin came to me with an opportunity uh, toward the end of uh, 2016, and then, uh, by the by the beginning of uh, 2017, uh, it was published. It was uh, a, a devotional, a 30 day devotional for uh, church communicators, and it is available exclusively in the uh, Courageous Storytellers um, uh, membership community. Um, <laughs> quite frankly, I wish I could get my hands on it to, uh, uh, to, to, to be able to distribute that, um, outside of the community. But I, I understand that, of course, you know, you have to have, uh, resources that are exclusive to your community, uh, you know, in order for, you know, there to be benefit of, um, being a part of your membership community. So I understand that, but I, I just, um, uh, am grateful for the opportunity. And, um, I commonly link up, um, the, the, um, at least the the, the free uh, seven day uh, devotional uh, version of that that was uh, made for uh, for for people who opted into their mailing list and and um, I, I typically will add a link to a lot of my stuff that will go to uh, that um, blog post that introduces that material and that uh, gives people the opportunity to uh, to check out courageous storytellers and so um so yeah, so so those two groups, the uh, Center for Church Communications, and um, uh, 
and um, Sunday U, uh, that church conference. Uh, also, uh, they put on a, that church summit, uh, an, an online um, summit that they do, uh, I believe, quarterly. But um, but, but, but yeah, th- those are, are two of the leading uh, you know, businesses right now that are teaching people how to uh, use uh, church communications uh, or tr- trying to do it well. And uh, you also have uh, Alejandro Reyes of, um, of uh, Church Marketing Labs um, also doing a, a great work. And, 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 and so many others that I, I won't name. Well, actually, I will name um, the, um, the Social Church uh, podcast, Nils, Nils uh, Smith, and um, goodness, I know uh, I, I know um, the co-host changed. I forgot the uh, co-host name because I know it used to be uh, Jay Cranda. And actually, uh, fun fact about that: uh, I was the last. Uh, I was the very last guest on uh, the the uh, the church uh, social church podcast um, before. Um, before um goodness gracious this is excellent pod right um before dj chuang who was the originator of the podcast before he turned it over to a uh, uh, nils smith and uh and, and jay Cranda, uh jay who who has um since moved on but um yeah i do have that uh distinction i don't know if you want to call it a dubious one or whatever but um but uh, n- not only is is that episode uh, so old now, it's not it's not even available in the, the archives, and um, I believe I lost that episode. I had I had saved it for a long time uh, on my phone um, before their website changed and and, and uh, their archives, um, I guess, got archived. But um, but but yeah, so I don't have that episode anymore, sadly. Uh, and uh, neither does anybody else. But but anyway, so uh, the point of this is uh, there there are some groups. There are a lot of groups out there that are doing um, church communications at a high level, teaching it at a high level. Um, but one thing that I uh, desire to do uh, in the space that has not been done is I want to take uh, the study of church communications to the academy. I want to take it to seminaries. Uh, I, I believe that uh, there is... A, a great need for seminarians to uh, to be trained uh, in the area of church communications. Uh, I believe that every pastor should at least uh, have some uh, some 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 fundamental and foundational knowledge of uh, church communications. They, you know, you might not uh, you you might not get all of it, or you might not uh, you know be, uh, lead all of it, but at least you will as a, as a pastor, as a church leader. Um, you know, have the framework by which you can uh, provide leadership to who, whomever you bring on um, on staff to handle this position, or whoever you um, hire as a consultant uh, for church communications, or whatever volunteer team you put together um, for that purpose. And so, um, I, I believe that. Uh, you know, being able to teach church communications uh, in seminary and being able to uh, prepare seminarians for that, uh, it, it, it'll uh, truly help uh, you know, growing and developing ministers of the gospel to, um, you know, to, to really have some, some framework, uh, some conceptual framework um, by which that they can grow and, um, and uh, understand more how to um, preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in a, a 2018 and beyond uh, context. Uh, uh, yes, as a seminarian, you know, you're going to take uh, preaching classes and you're going to take uh, hermeneutics 
um, in, in homiletics classes, you know, interpretation and preaching classes, you're going to take those. But if you uh, bolster that education with uh, some, some focused training on uh, church communications, I think that that can only be beneficial. And so that is really my goal and really my contribution uh, prayerfully one day to the space, uh, to to the great discipline of uh, church communications and to those who are doing it at such a high level. Uh, I, I just want my contribution to be, I want to be the one who um, has, uh, you know, brought the material uh, to seminary. And I want, I want to take it to every uh, ATS accredited seminary uh, in North America. That is my, that is my vision. I'm putting it out there now, um, you know, because uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk and a, and a lot of us in the church space know exactly who he is. Um, you know, he said it. There's, there's many others who have uh, who have said it. Uh, Dr. Eric Thomas, ET, the hip hop preacher. Uh, there are a lot of people who, who, will, who will tell you this. Uh, they'll say, you know, you know, you don't have to be fearful of uh, kind of putting your stuff out there. Uh, you don't have to worry about it being stolen because um, nobody is going to um, nobody's going to execute the way you're going to execute. And uh, to, people will hear a lot of things, um, but there are very few who will even try to execute. But if God has put it inside you uh, to do it. Uh, no, Gary, Gary didn't say this part, but I'm, th- this is this is my part. If God has put it in you to do it, then uh, God is going to give you exactly what you need uh, to do it. So uh, in my goal to, re- to really be able to t- uh, take church communications to, to seminary and beyond, um, one thing that I've been doing is I, I've put together um, uh, workshops and I've had the opportunity to I've had the opportunity to, uh, to 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 do a few. I've done one at um, my alma mater where I received my uh, doctor of ministry uh, at Ecumenical Theological Seminary um, in the city of Detroit. And then I also uh, uh, most recently just did a workshop um, for uh, uh, certificate students at uh, Ashland Theological Seminary, the Detroit campus of um, of, of that um, great institution. <laughs> and so um, and so with that opportunity, um, it, it's really been my goal to prove to students uh, the efficacy of, um, you know, bringing church communications to seminary, why seminarians need it, and the benefit of um, having that education to the local church. And so um, in this, this most recent opportunity is um, what I've written about in my most recent um, blog post, which will be posted on um, It'll be posted Monday morning. I finished it um, uh, just a little while ago, and the time I'm recording this right now is... Um, is um, is a quarter to 7 p.m. Uh, on a Friday evening. And so um, so I'm going to post it on a Monday morning. Uh, this was the last day of school for uh, for the kiddos uh, today. So they only had a half day. And so, um, you know, anytime that the kids are home uh, for a half day, uh, productivity for me goes down. Uh, you know, because I, I, I'm here running around with them. So, um, you know, I was doing that and uh, still attempted to do some work as well. Um, but it took me longer than it would have to finish it. But, um, you know, thank God I finally did finish it. And um, and because I finished, uh, I, I, I really wanted to make, uh, you know, this particular blog post uh, into a podcast episode because I just feel like it's important to, um, you know, to really lay some of these things out. Because I, I really believe that... Um, 
what's happening is that um, we're, we're, we're starting to uh, really get to a point of maturity in this, uh, in this developing discipline of uh, church communications. Um, there are uh, a few who, a few here and there who have, um, they're, they're the OGs. They've been doing the work for a really long time. When it comes to mind is, uh, is uh, Kim Meyer. Um, uh, I can't think of anybody who uh, I, I think has been a, a, who could call him or herself a church communicator uh, longer than uh, Kim Meyer. And uh, she's on point. Um, I use, uh, I use some of her material in, 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 in some of the stuff that I, that I do and some of the, uh, you know, courses that I've put together and things like that. And yes, I, I've put, I've put a course together. I've put uh, a, a curriculum, uh, together. And, uh, right now, um, I'm just looking for, uh, somebody who will allow me to teach it. And so if anybody, uh, who has any kind of connections with, uh, with ATS, the Association of Theological Schools, who will, uh, give your boy the opportunity to, um, to uh, develop some church communications curriculum for um, for for your school, and I, I think it'll really be beneficial, and um, I think it's going to be something that you're not going to have a problem as far as um, you know filling up seats in, in in the in the course or anything like that. And so, um, so yeah, <laughs> if 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 you know uh, any way that I can uh, get hooked up with anybody uh, in ATS, so I can talk to them. Um, you know, holla at your boy, and um, I can try to do that. But anyway, I want to talk about this uh, this, this blog post. Um, the blog post, and I'm I'm going to be posting it on LinkedIn. Actually, um, uh, it 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 is titled "The Five Fundamental Principles of Church Communications." Uh, as captured by Brady Shearer and uh, Pro Church Tools, and so uh, Brady Shearer um, uh, at Brady Shearer all over uh, social media, he is uh, the CEO of uh, Pro Church Tools, uh, which is uh, you know basically a company that um, you know specializes in uh, providing resources, um, tools, strategies, um, instruction, um, and other technologies. Uh, that helped the local church preach the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ uh, most effectively in um, in the context of uh, what we're doing uh, in 2018 and beyond. And so, um, and, and he has a a, a resource, uh, uh, his uh, flagship content uh, resource uh, is the uh, the Pro Church Daily. Um, podcast or, uh, or, or video podcast is available uh, on all your podcast players, and it's also available uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, I, I watch uh, I watch it on YouTube. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's part of my morning routine. Um, I um, you know I, I do daily audio Bible and and um, you know I do a few other things, but uh, I- included in that is uh, is um, Pro Church Daily, and so um, you know watching that. Is uh, has has really taught me a lot about um, you know about um, you know the some of the principles uh, of uh, church communications and, and, and I've always emphasized um, you know in, in anything that I've done in church communications I've always tried to emphasize principles because I feel like it's important to be able to to understand the why 
before we get to the how. And in a lot of my consulting work, you know, when I go into uh, different churches and different organizations, um, you know, they, they, they want to know they want to know the how they want to know, uh, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that or whatever? And, um, you know, I always I, I always want to try to give people, you know, some concepts that 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 can help them, because I feel like with those concepts, uh, it'll it'll be. Uh, you know, easier once you get to the how. So, um, you know, I've, de- I, you know, developed a, a, a theological framework and theoretical framework for um, how to think about church communications. Uh, you know, when I, when I did my uh, doctoral work, but um, my, uh, my, my, my dissertation is, uh, is almost four years old and my, and my research is, you know, between, uh, five and six years old, you know, depending on, um, you know, what, what part of the research you, you're looking at. And so, um, you know, I've had to refine some things over time and I'm always looking for, you know, additional resources that can help me, um, uh, you know, refine, uh, what it is that I do and get better as a, as a, a theoretician and as a practitioner, uh, of, uh, social media and uh, uh, digital ministry, and um, one thing that I found, and, and, and this was totally on accident, is that um, you know Brady Shearer and, uh, and 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 Pro Church Tools, they have really, uh, I, I believe that they have really begun to uh, give us the definitive framework for how we should think about. Um, and, and approach church communications uh, conceptually. Uh, you know, there's some other materials out there that um, some, some some books out there that you know cover the the theology of uh, social media and, um, and 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 those things are are are, are great. But um, I think where we are in uh, 2018, I believe, and I don't even know if uh, if Brady was trying to. Uh, to to do this purposely, but you know, in, in just thinking about uh, all uh, 132, well, actually, at the recording of this podcast, 143 episodes or 133, excuse me, episodes uh, of the uh, church community uh, uh, of the uh, uh, Pro Church Daily um, show slash podcast. Um, I don't know if he meant to do this, but there are um, five fundamental principles. Um, underlying all these episodes and these are principles these are points that he brings up or talks about um all the time and um and 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 uh, a few of them appear um in every episode you know in, in some way or another and so um and so i just wanted to talk about uh those principles um and and actually how i came up with them it wasn't even something that i had to think about very much it was an outpouring of um, you know what was already um, in my head and, and, and on my heart regarding um, no, social media. So, um, no, so just just talking about the uh, no. just talking about the, the the workshop very quickly. It was um, it was a workshop for um, you know for uh, you know, church leaders in uh, a certificate class uh, at the seminary, and uh, and uh, because of that. Um, you know they were already in class, and so I had an hour and a half of a, a three-hour class to. Uh, uh, Jade, I'm gonna give you some later, okay? In fact, in fact, I need to buy some more. All right, we don't have any right now. You 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 just ate up the last of it, okay? <laughs> but um, but yeah, so um, 
So uh, of a three hour course, um, I had an hour and a half to, uh, to to present a workshop on church communications. And so um, I was instructed to uh, to to make it uh, case study based. And so I, I put together a, a fictional case study of a scenario in a local church that uh, illustrates uh, the clear need for uh, for for training in social media and for having um, and for having. Uh, somebody who is able to uh, to to do that at a high level, and, and how it can resource the church, and how it can uh, uh, make preaching the gospel uh, more effective, and and so uh, with that, uh, I you know I had the case study, and then I had five discussion questions um, that the students were going to break out in groups and, and 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 talk about, and then we came back. Um, I'm not looking at it right now, but I believe. I want to say that it was episode, uh, no, I can't look at it right now, but um, I want to say that it was episode six, um, possibly even seven. I, I can't quite remember, but uh, the, the, the raw audio from, um, from that uh, class was actually one of the episodes uh, uh, here on the Your uh, Digital Pastor podcast. And so, um, so as they were uh, going into their groups to discuss um, the questions and 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 to uh, to to come back with some answers based on uh, the case study and what we were talking about, um, you know, I I I I wrote down um, I wrote down five uh, concepts or just five points that um, I wanted to talk about because um, the uh, the facilitator of the workshop um, you know wanted me to 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 add some extra thoughts or whatever. Um, to uh, the presentation because you know the 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 bulk of my uh, preparation was just putting together the uh, um, the uh, case study. I hadn't really put together uh, any talking points or anything like that. But um, I, I did those talking points um, on, on the on the fly. Uh, they weren't even anything that I had to think about. I was able to scribble those po- those five points down uh, very quickly, and you can see those five points actually um, on the. Uh, on the picture that is going to be um, th- that is going to be associated with this blog post when you uh, when you see it uh, on LinkedIn, but um, but yeah, so I was able to scribble these points down quickly, and it didn't even occur to me, uh, and, and and I talked about them too, uh, and and, and you and you'll hear me talk about them um, in. Uh, the episode that I'm referring to, I, I can't remember which one it is uh, right now, but I believe it's, I want to say six or seven or, or, or something like that. Um, or might even, might even be eight. I <laughs> can't quite remember, but, um, but it's definitely in there. But, um, but yeah, so without even thinking, I was able to put these five points down and, um, and, 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 and I was able to do that and, and, and talk about them because, um, you know, because I, I, I listen to, you know, pro church uh, daily, uh, you know, every day, five, five days a week, you know, and and, um, and and not only that, a lot of the work um, that I've done as a consultant, it, it, it's um, stuff that has, um, you know, that I that I have a greater understanding of uh, because of a lot of the things that, you know, are talked about daily on uh, pro church daily. And so. um and so I was able to, uh, you know, to just write those things down and just be able to uh, to to talk about them without any additional uh, preparation. And I think uh, that was the case because um, I truly believe that these uh, these five principles um, 
you know, are, are really formulating uh, the definitive uh, f- uh, framework uh, by which we can um, uh, think about church communications uh, moving forward. And um, I just pray that uh, after listening to this, after reading the uh, blog post, uh, that you'll feel the same way. And so, um, so it's five principles, and I'm going to start with the, with, with the first one. The first principle is that, um, is that we are to seize the 167. It's something that Brady Shearer says all the time uh, and even uses the hashtag, seize the 167. Um, and, and, um, and the concept behind that is just, you know, we have 168 hours in a week. Uh, and, you know, d- depending on, you know, what kind of church you go to, um, you know, you have anywhere from 160, let's say, you have anywhere from, let's say, 163 to uh, 167 hours that you are not uh, in your local church. And, and um, seizing the 167 uh, just merely means that uh, we're not focusing all of our attention just on um, the weekend worship experience, but uh, we are uh, relentlessly pursuing other ways um, by which we can uh, continue to spread uh, the good news of Jesus Christ throughout the week, that we can connect with people uh, and minister to them uh, throughout the week, that uh, as pastors we can remain uh, available throughout the week. Uh, we are, you know, talking about, uh, you know, how to uh, do the other things and, and seize those other hours that uh, we are not in uh, the sanctuary because it is those other hours uh, that are so very important. And, and it is those other hours that are being utilized by, um, you know, so many other uh, entities, uh, good and bad, um, harmful and helpful uh, to uh, promote their message. And so we have to be uh, diligent and vigilant about doing the same. So that's the first principle. Seize the 167. Uh, the second principle is that we are telling the greatest story um, that has ever been told. Um, you know, the greatest story that has ever been told uh, is the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ. And, you know, I, I know of no greater story. And uh, you listening to this podcast, uh, if you can, uh, if you can think of a greater story, you know, please, please tell me and we can talk about it. But um you know, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, is, is, uh, is, is such a wonderful story and such a life changing story and such a foundational story to, to who we are and to what we do. Um, and, you know, we have the responsibility to tell that story. Um, and and we, we have the we have the responsibility to tell it in um, in a way that. Um, in, 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 in a way that is that is in context uh, to uh, 2018 and beyond. And I keep saying in context because um, it doesn't matter when you listen to uh, to this particular podcast episode, whether it's 2018 or uh, or, or 2028, if the, the RSS feed is still available or whatever else, whatever medium we're using to uh, to to do episodic content uh, in 2028, the same concept is going to uh, is going to be there. We're telling the greatest story that's ever been told. And because we're telling the greatest story that ever be, that's ever been told, we ought to have some kind of sense of urgency uh, about making sure that 
we are doing all that we can to um, to, uh, to to push innovation and to uh, and to push uh, night night and to uh, and to push uh, contextual uh, communication of uh, what it is that we do and who we are. So that's the second concept. We're telling the greatest story ever been told. And concept, concept number three, concept or principle number three is we are experiencing the greatest communication shift in the last 500 years. Uh, this is uh, these are words that are used at the beginning of every episode of uh, Pro Church Daily um, that you're help, helping us uh, navigate the greatest communication shift in the last 500 years. And so uh, what, what happened 500 years ago was uh, the, the creation of the printing press. And that was considered to be a game changer um, in, in uh, the kingdom at that time. It was a game changer for the faith back in the 16th century uh, because that allowed for um, the Bible to be mass produced rather than just um, uh, rather than just produced by uh, by hand. And, uh, you know, there were some issues uh, that happened because the Bible was uh, produced by hand. Um, you know, you, you have different textual variants depending on, uh, uh, you know, depending on who was uh, doing the copying and, 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 and other factors. Uh, you don't have those same variants when you uh, when, when you're mass producing uh, the word of God. And, and, and more importantly than not having the different variants, uh, you know, based on how the word was being copied, far more important than that is is the fact that you have, um, you know, you, you allowed for uh, the word of God, for the life changing word of God to be distributed and for, for everybody to get their hands on it and, and, and for there to be no, um, you know, for there to be no restrictions and, and, and no, um, uh, no limitations to, um, you know, who can uh, receive the word, who has access to the word. And so that was a game changer for the faith. In the same way, uh, the tools that we have at our disposal right now, uh, the, the social media thing, man, it's a game changer for the faith here in the 21st century. We have so much at our disposal that we uh, ha- we are, uh, and, and, and again, this is something that Gary Vaynerchuk says, we are the, um, we are the, uh, media companies now. Each of us as individuals, uh, we are CNN, or no, not CNN, but we are uh, CBS, ABC, uh, NBC, and Fox. Now we we are um, those media companies now. The only difference between them and us, um, I mean, besides the actual uh, you know production quality of what we're doing, but as far as you know distribution, you know we have the distribution. We have the same access now to the same audience that these um, that these media entities have. Um, because a lot of people are not watching TV anymore. You know, they're watching YouTube. And when you start talking, when you start taking things uh, off of TV and you start talking about YouTube uh, and, and, and you're talking about Instagram and you're talking about uh, all these other social media channels, well, now the, the, the playing field is far more leveled, you know. And, um, and yeah, so because of that, uh, we, we have the same access to... Um, to 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 the same audience as as uh, as these other major players, and with that access, we have the opportunity to uh, to to tell 
a great story, the greatest story. We had the opportunity to um, to spread the gospel. We had the opportunity to uh, to cause people to make decisions for Christ and to make disciples. We have that opportunity, um, and, and that's a game changing uh, opportunity uh, for the faith. And um, and, and and so that is. Um, that we have this opportunity right now um, in the social media age is uh, is such a tremendous, uh, tremendous opportunity. And uh, it's a shift unlike anything that we've experienced in a very long time in human history. Uh, the, the fourth principle is that the greatest commodity that a church can possess is attention. The greatest commodity a church can possess is attention. Um, you know, we're, we're not talking about attention like, uh, you know, like we're narcissists or anything like that. But attention is the most important thing. You know, not not a, not a, a huge worship center or not not a uh, not a huge sanctuary, not a few not a huge, um, you know, family life center. And, and that was the big thing back in the, uh, the, the, the early 2000s. Everybody was building, um, you know, not just a, a, a church or whatever, but they were um, or not just a, a sanctuary, not just a new um uh, a sanctuary, a new main building, but they were building uh, these family life centers. Everybody was uh was was building a gym. Everybody was uh you know building this um this auxiliary um this this secondary building to uh, the, the the primary building. Because back in the early two thousands, the emphasis was still on the building because it was still on um you know the you know what happens at church. Uh, at the church building, and um, that's something I'm going to go more into, uh, dig dig a lot deeper into uh, on another episode. But um, but yeah, so attention, not just you know the the the, the worship center, or not just you know transportation resources, or not money, but attention is the most important commodity uh, a church can possess. Because if 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 I have your attention, then you're going to be able to to hear and prayerfully receive what I'm trying to say. But no matter how great what I have to say is, if I don't have your attention, then, you know, nothing's going to happen. You know, if I don't have your attention, then I can't uh, share uh, the message of Jesus uh, w- with you. And so, um, you know, we, we, we have to uh, think about that, that, uh, you know, attention is the most important. And then if attention is the most important, then we, then we have our fifth and final uh, principle, which is that the best way to grab attention is through story. The best way to grab attention, which is the number one commodity a church can possess, is through story. Because we tell stories that people can identify with. We tell stories that uh, that, that, that put that tug uh, at people's heartstrings. You know, we have we, 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 we tell, uh, you know, compelling stories that spark people to uh, to make some kind of decision or whether you're, you're sparking them to uh, to join some kind of ministry or you're 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 trying to compel people to to give more to to the building fund or, or whether to uh, to another kind of fund in, in the church. You're compelling people to uh, become missionaries. You're compelling people to make a decision. Uh, for Christ to give their lives uh, to Christ, you're, you're having people make all kinds of decisions, and the most persuasive way to 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 to, to you know put people's hearts and minds in position to be able to uh, you know receive you know the Holy Spirit speaking to them is through uh, telling uh, impactful and compelling stories, and so uh, and so those are the five concepts. Um, the, the, those are the five concepts again. There again. We are seizing the 167. One, 
Two, we're telling the greatest story that's ever been told. Three, we're experiencing the greatest shift in the last 500 years, the greatest communication shift in the last 500 years. Four, the greatest commodity uh, a church can possess is attention. And five, the best way to grab that attention is through story. Um, again, I, I was able to put this together with no effort at all um, because I, I just think that, you know, after you listen and, and watch enough of these uh, episodes and you hear and see the same themes, uh, the same themes playing out every single episode um, and, and, and you, uh, you know, having done the work, you know, you know that these principles are true and, and, and applicable um, you know, I, I just feel like this was, you know, not something that uh, w- w- was hard to put together. And not only that, it's foundational. It's foundational knowledge to what it is that we're doing. And so uh, because of that, I, I feel that uh, that these points uh, definitely receive or deserve to receive um, greater consideration um, as we move forward. Um, and, and, and really look at the fact that uh, we could possibly be, um, you know, putting together a, a, a true definitive uh, framework uh, of how to think about church communications that's going to last a really, really long time. And those churches who are able to, uh, to put these concepts and put these principles into practice, uh, they're going to be the ones who are going to be most successful uh, here in 2018 and, and, and moving forward. And so, um, and so, yes, I just wanted to share those concepts with you, um, you know, share a lot of other things as, as well regarding uh, church communications, regarding what I'm doing, um, you know, just regarding uh, a lot of different uh, aspects of digital ministry. Um, I just thank you for, for, for listening. Um, didn't really know how long this episode was going to go, but um, I just pray that uh, you can take something from this and... Um, and um, I, I pray that if you are listening to this and you are a church communicator, uh, you know, shout out to you. Big props to you. Um, you know, you're out there doing great work. Uh, you're out there uh, making it happen. And uh, your work is so important uh, to the kingdom. And um, I know it's easy to um, to feel underappreciated in a role such as this. But um, just know that I'm right there with you. Um, and. Um, you you have a cheerleader and, a, and an encourager um, in your boy. Uh, and so with that, um, I'm going to leave you with, um, with, um, with just the blessings of God, man. I just pray God's greatest blessings upon you. Um, you know, have a wonderful week. You know, we're doing devotionals here on the podcast every day to supplement these weekly episodes. I just pray that this is something that's uh, going to that can bless you, uh, something that I pray will bless you uh, more and more as we go on. Uh, you know, we're just getting started with uh, your digital pastor and uh, it's, 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 it's a brand that I'm going to take somewhere and uh, it's going to be powerful. And I just want you to build with me. You know, I've had enough feedback already to to, to know that this is something that um that, 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 that people, uh, you know, are really, are really feeling. And so, um, you know, we're going to keep this thing going and, and yeah. So again, God bless you. God keep you. And, um, you know, we'll talk, uh, next time. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to your digital pastor until next time, be encouraged and be empowered.